But every time you do that, you're taking your time, you're taking your energy, you're taking your focus off of what you're actually building. So it's not about building a $50,000 company. It's about building a $500,000 company, a $5 million company. So you need to think not just how do I hit these quick little bucks along the way, it's how do I build this empire, build this machine that's going to just run without me. Welcome to the Business Muscle Podcast, where we empower entrepreneurs to transform their businesses into unstoppable empires. I'm Elise, CPA turned serial entrepreneur. And I'm Arielle, a seasoned physical therapist and business owner. We're two female entrepreneurs with a passion for helping small business owners like you achieve massive success. With our combined expertise, we've scaled to an impressive seven businesses in less than seven years. And guess what? Each of them was profitable right from the start. But we didn't stop there. We're here to share our secrets, strategies, and insider tips to help you turn your business into a thriving reality. And hey, we're not just all about business. As a physical therapist and fitness instructor, we'll also sprinkle in some fitness and wellness tips along the way. Join us on the Business Muscle Podcast every Monday as we guide you step-by-step towards financial freedom and building the business of your dreams. It's time to level up your business. Get ready to flex your business muscle. All right, guys, welcome back to the Business Muscle Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be doing an episode with just me and Ariel. What's up? We're here. What's up? And we're going to dive into the crucial mindset shift that every business owner should embrace, and that's focusing on the long game. It's not about instant gratification. It's about learning before you're earning, taking the time to meticulously build your business foundation, and it really pays off. So in the fast-paced world of entrepreneurship, the temptation of quick wins is always there, and it's only amplified by watching what others are doing on social media. Yep. But there's data that shows it's it was put out by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics in 2022. So it could be even worse now. This is from a few years ago. But approximately 20% of new businesses fail during the first two years of being open. 45% fail during the first five years. And 65% fail during the first 10 years. So only 25% of new businesses make it to 15 years or more. So it just becomes really important that you're thinking about the long-term health of your business and creating a brand that's going to withstand time and ensuring success is a continuous journey of growth. So you need to stay loyal and commit to your business and really think about the long-term health rather than just going for those quick wins. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about the importance of staring away from the quick bucks and redirecting your gaze towards the long-term revenue goals. So we have five key points for you in order to do that. So the first one is you should be learning and not earning. Yeah, this is really important and something that we've always invested in right from the beginning of Fixed. One of the ways that we started doing this right away was in my own education and taking educational courses because I wanted to constantly be learning and growing and offering the best quality service that we can, not necessarily offering different things all the time, but really being the best at what we do. And I think that set us up for success early on. And I still make it a goal to take at least one or more physical therapy courses a year so that we can be training our team to just elevate what we do and just continue to get stronger and be the best in our field. Yeah. And a lot of times now I see people that are entering a field or wanting to start their own business and they want to just immediately start making money. They want to get paid for what they're doing. And a lot of them don't have skills. Like you are most of the time you are just costing the owner or the business that you're going to their time to train you and actually teach you. So the best thing to do when you first start out 
is to find somebody that can mentor you and go work with them for free. You got to start at the bottom and learn everything you can. So before I opened Sweatfix, I would reach out to all these businesses. You guys heard me say this. I wasn't expecting to get paid from them. I wasn't expecting to get anything. I just wanted to learn as much as I could. I would offer to teach a boot camp for free if I could. Like anybody that wanted to come work out with me, I would do it for free and just learn as much as I could at the beginning. And I think nowadays it is tempting to just say, I'm going to negotiate and try to get as much money as possible and not actually care about a job that I'm going to learn, that I'm going to be able to build skills. Because at the beginning, it's about building skills. It's not about making as much money as you can, because then you're going to cap off really quickly. The people that put in the time, they find mentors, they find companies that they can grow with. That's that's the people that are actually going to have that long-term growth. So if you're somebody who is building your company or you just started, invest in courses. Like you said, we listen to podcasts every single day. And it's free. That's free education. Yeah. And we're always trying to learn. We're not making money from that. We're always trying to connect with different business owners. We're not making money from that. A lot of what we do for this podcast, we are just getting inspired by other business owners. We're learning so much from people. We're not doing this to make money off it. Right. Yeah. And I think just realizing that Yes, it's going to be time consuming and it's going to take a while for the for your education to pay off. And I think I just had to remember that in the early days of my PT career too. Like I spent so much time with the mentor that I had in the first PT clinic that I worked in and I know that I wouldn't be able to provide the services that I can provide now and have the background that I have if I hadn't taken the time to really learn from him and look at the way that he did things and make them my own. And it took a long time. I was there for two and a half years, but I know that I wouldn't be the same PT that I am today if I hadn't taken that time to learn from him. Yeah. And that's so tempting though, because you just want the quick bucks right. in the beginning. You're like, can I just jump from job to job, make the most money? I'm telling you at the beginning, you need to think, who can I learn from the most? Right. Yeah. And just get experience in the field. Even if, if it just means shadowing, even if you're just going in somewhere one day a week, just learn, take everything that you possibly can from that experience. Yeah. And if you just launch something, give your services away from free, give your products at the beginning, learn as much as you can about your customers, make it better. Learning is so important at the beginning of your career, of your journey in business. Especially when you're opening a business for the first time. Because especially if you're someone who has no business experience, like I didn't have any business experience and you didn't really before you opened Sweatfix either. But there's so many things to learn. There's how to make images. There's how to learn social media. So many things in a business that you wouldn't normally have to do in your field. So just absorbing all of that and kind of learning and growing as you go. Yep. So number two would be to take the time to build a foundation, even if it takes longer in the beginning. So what I mean by this is, it again, it's tempting to just do something once, do it as quick as you can, and then let it go. For example, I know people that don't even look at their QuickBooks, and then maybe at the end of a year or two years when they have to look back at their financials, they're like, oh crap, I have to go and unravel everything and try to figure out how I put this together for taxes or to make business decisions. It's just so much more beneficial to think about the long term and set up your foundation, whether that's your accounting system, that's your processes, that's your team, that's the way you greet clients. Anything you do in your business, set a foundation and a process that will help you in the long term, even if it means taking a lot of time in the, in the short term. Right. Because especially in the beginning when you are doing everything, 
it can be time consuming, right? To write down all of your processes and write down the way that you do things. But as soon as you start hiring and as soon as your business starts to grow, it's going to be so beneficial for you to have, like right now we have our whole video library of all of our different techniques and things that we do at Fix so that as soon as the next team member comes on, we can send them all these videos and not take the time to train them one-on-one. Because even though it's time consuming for that one period of time when you're creating videos and documenting everything, then you just have to do it once and then it's set. So then when you have the next person to train, you can give them that resource rather than taking that same amount of time with every new person that comes onto your team. A hundred percent. You save so much time in the long run and it just makes you set yourself up to be an actual business and not just a solo entrepreneur where you're the business, you're doing everything. You want to start setting yourself up for that long-term success of actually having somebody else run your business. So it's just like that quote you posted the other day. It's entrepreneurship is living a few years of life like most people won't so you can spend the rest of your life like most people can't. But I think that makes so much sense because in the beginning, yeah, it feels like you're already doing so much. You're running the business, you're doing the day to day, and then also recording all of your processes can seem really overwhelming. But just remember that if you put that time in in the beginning, then eventually you'll be able to have those resources so that you're not spending your time doing those things down the road. Yeah. And my team knows this, but I hate when people cut corners. I hate when we just throw stuff together. I feel like how you do the little things is how you do everything. So at the beginning, when something doesn't seem like it's that important, so you just half-ass it and you just throw it together and you're like, ah, so it's all right. I'm the only one that's going to do this or see this. And the next time you have a client that comes in for this, I'll just throw it together again. It just sets the tone for the rest of your business. And then your team sees how you're doing things. And I don't think it's a good mindset and a good culture to have on your team. So from the beginning, how you do the little things is how you do everything. And it will save you so much time in the long run, but also set you up for success. Number three, and I think this, if I had to pick the most important one, they're all important, but I feel like this would probably be my number one or the one that this and this and the learning and earning one probably hit home the most, but not looking for the quick buck and just going and running towards that, which will take away from your long-term goals. So somebody that's just trying to make a couple thousand dollars and they're just chasing that thousand dollars every month, somebody posts something new on social media. So they say, oh, I'm going to launch that and make a couple hundred, couple thousand bucks. But every time you do that, you're taking your time, you're taking your energy, you're taking your focus off of what you're actually building. So it's not about building a $50,000 company. It's about building a $500,000 company, a $5 million company. So you need to think not just how do I hit these quick little bucks along the way, it's how do I build this empire, build this machine that's going to just run without me. And I see this all the time because it's a lot of people do compare themselves on social media and you'll see somebody launch something. And so then all of a sudden I see the other company next door, they'll launch the same thing. And everybody just keeps launching new lines and launching new things. And they're not actually focusing on what their customers are coming to them for the first place for. Right. And it goes back to going deeper and not wider. You don't have to be like like just a kind of good at a lot of different things. You want to be really good at like your one or two things that you do and really focus on being the best in the field so that people know if they have something they have. So for a fix, if they have an injury, they know that we're the person that they're coming to. We aren't trying to do 10 million different things and do personal training and do this. We are the best at injury treatment and prevention. So those are what we're going to continue to go deeper in. And it's just, it goes back to being 
to always improving the quality of what you're providing. Think quality, not quantity. So there's always ways that you can improve your services, improve whatever you're providing. It's just educating your team and continuing to to grow and going back to that education and continuing to learn how to be the best. Yeah. And if you're always looking for the quick buck, you are going to get burned out because you're constantly trying to get new clients. You're constantly trying to launch something new, reinvent the wheel, educate your clients on what this new thing is. And it's just like a hamster wheel where sure you get a couple people, you make that quick buck and then all of a sudden it falls off. Then you got to look for the next thing. And it's just over and over and over. And there's no way to scale that. There's no way to build that. You can't build out a team when you're just the one relaunching things. So you really need to figure out what you can do that you can retain clients and then scale and build. Another thing is we've worked with a client recently and we sat down and we looked at their revenue streams and there was a bunch of different things that they were working on and different avenues. And some of them, they weren't, they were barely making any money. And they were like, this is taking so much of our time. And we're like, well, why don't you just let that part go? Instead of saying yes to every single project, look at the margins, look what's actually helping your business, look what's actually falls in within your core business and that you can grow with and you can scale. And if it doesn't fit in there, let it go. Don't let it take away your focus from your long-term goal. Yeah, because the higher quality services that you can provide and the longer that you can retain the clients that you already have, the more beneficial that's going to be for you rather than always trying to get new people in the door. The, you want to look at the lifetime retention of your clients and see how can we continue to improve our system so that they're staying with us for longer and that they're referring their friends to us and that the quality of the service is there so that we're not always trying to reach out and grab new clients and just trying to get a, a little bit of revenue from each new client rather than a long-term client who's going to sustain and stay with you for one, two, five years plus. Yeah. I think that's perfect transition into number four, which is you're going to need to value the lifetime value of a client versus how much can I squeeze out of them in that one time, which is exactly what you were just talking about. Right. Yeah. And that's something that we've done a lot of this year focusing on at Fix is how can we improve the the lifelong journey of a client at fixed is we want to just have our serv- we don't want to just have our services where they come in the beginning they get a few sessions and then they're out the door and we never see them again we want to create products that make them want to stay with us and give them long-term benefit so we totally revamped our memberships this year to give them to give more better quality services especially with our assisted stretching to give them more value out of our memberships so that our clients are c- constantly coming back to us because they know that there's more for them to do and more for them to learn from us Yeah. So if you're actually focusing on the value, and this is where a lot of people will just, like we just said, they're just going to throw new things on the wall, make a quick buck, which fine, you made that quick buck. But again, like we were just talking about, those clients are not going to retain. And it's going to just cost you more money in marketing and more effort to get new clients in the door. So if you think about it, when you have a client and maybe they're not super thrilled about the service or the product, how are you going to handle that? Are you going to immediately just snap back at them? No refunds or whatever your process is? Or are you actually going to try to make it right, add more value and try to retain them in the long run? So in the moment, sometimes it is hard to think long term and to think the impact of that client is going to share with another client, was going to share with another client. But you really need to think about the long term value. You are thinking, playing the long game. You're not playing, I'm just making $100 from this client. You're thinking, I want this client to be a lifer with me. Tell five friends who are going to tell five friends who are going to tell five friends. Your long-term clients are not only providing you with long-term value because they're consistent with you, but they're also 
continuously spreading awareness about your brand and spreading the word about what you do for free. So consider that a form of marketing if you are able to sustain those long-term clients and they stay with you for the long run. And that's why you need to be focusing on on retention. So if I was going to come in and buy fixed, if I was going to come in and buy sweat fixed or any business for that matter, one of the first questions I'd want to know and investors want to know is what is the lifetime value of the customer? And what's your retention like? If they're going to be buying a business, they want to know what that automatic revenue that's coming in every month. And you should too, because that's going to make your business run so much smoother and open you up to other ways that you can continue to make money when you know that you have these solid clients because you've treated them right, you've served them, you have your retention processes down, and you haven't just thought, I'm going to just throw out whatever, get these people in on this crafty little Instagram post, and then if they don't like it, too bad, see you later. That's not the way to do it. Sure, you'll make your $50,000 this year. You're not going to make your $5 million in a couple of years from now. Right. And it'll just give you so much more peace of mind because the business will be so much more predictable. You'll know that set amount of revenue that's coming in every month if you have those loyal clients that you know are sticking with you. Versus if you're always reaching for new clients, it's much harder to predict how much revenue you're going to generate in that month. And then number five is being okay with making investments in your business that will pay off in the long run. It's tough to dish out a lot of money. It's tough to dish out a lot of time. Your, your two like most valuable resources, right? Your money, your time. But you need to think about the long game. And a lot of times you need to invest in people. You need to invest in trainings. You need to invest your time at the beginning when you're a business owner to get where you want in the long term. So maybe in the beginning, you're thinking like your most valuable asset in the beginning, you probably don't have a lot of money when you open your business. It's your time. So you are spending hours and hours and hours and you are grinding in your business and you have to be okay with making that investment because that's what you have to give in the beginning is your time. So you need to just accept that you might be missing bridal showers and bachelorette parties and going out with your friends at different different occasions because you are in the season of investing in your business with your time. And then eventually that will start to shift and you're going to have to start investing your hard-earned money and good people. Or if you're a product like in machinery and building out those processes. So even though it's tough at the time to let go of that time, let go of that money, you need to think, where is this going to take me a year from now, three years from now, five years from now? Yes, maybe it's going to put me not in a great financial spot this year if I add on a marketing person. But how much is that marketing person going to add to my bottom line over the next few months, over the next few years? And you need to be willing to make that investment. Yeah. And investing in the right people is such a breath of fresh air because they're going to take so much off of your plate. They're going to help you become a better leader as you continue to show them the way that you run things in your business. And they're probably going to come with new ideas and different ways of thinking about things and different ways of doing things that you wouldn't have even seen yourself. So if you can find the right people and be okay with giving them a little bit of extra or say you put in a bonus structure if they perform well and really giving them goals and targets to hit, it's going to drastically change the way that you run your business. And it's going to free up so much time so that you can actually start focusing on the things that are going to advance the business. Because I think that was the biggest challenge for me when we first opened is when I was seeing all of our clients, I had very little 
energy and time and mental capacity left to focus on the things that were going to drive the business forward. But I knew that I had to put that time in in the beginning to get us to where I wanted to be. So once we were able to start hiring and making connections with people who were going to really help us grow and see our mission, see the value that the business was providing, and we brought the right people on board, now we're in such a good place where I have much more time to focus on the things that I want to drive the needle forward. Absolutely. Couldn't have said that better myself. Any other things you want to touch on regarding to maybe things you've seen in other people's businesses or things you've learned about focusing on the long term? Yeah, I just I think it's really important to just think about the long term vision. And that was something that you helped me with so much from the beginning. Like the first day that we sat down and talked about me doing dry needling on the side in the gold gym at the back of the <laughs> Southie location for Swepix. Um, you know, I just thought it was going to be a side hustle and I couldn't see the big picture, but you helped me with that so much. And I'm so grateful that right from the beginning, you were like, nope, we're going to trademark this. And that was expensive. You know, that was a big investment that we made from the beginning. And I was like, is this the right way to do it? But we just knew that the long-term goal for Fix is just to continue to let it grow and let it run. And I'm so grateful that we did those steps from the beginning and we got the trademark and we put the money in to do things the right way. We got the right insurance. We you know, set the business up really well so that now it can run and we can focus on growth. Absolutely. And this is probably my, one of my biggest pet peeves and new business owners or even just people on Instagram trying to make, you know, grow a following and stuff is that people right now, they are not staying loyal and committed to their long-term vision. So I always say, and I've posted this a bunch of times, but it's not about falling in love. It's about staying in love and staying in love with your reason why, with your long-term vision, not getting sidetracked with all these you know, distractions on what other people are doing. It's really sitting down, making your plan, having everybody on the same team. This is what we're moving towards. And when distractions and hurdles come up, you get together. This is our vision. This is what we're moving towards. We stay on track. And you can adjust those things. But in the long term, you need to be consistent. You need to be loyal. Nobody is an overnight success. The people that you see on Instagram that are crushing it now, you didn't see the years of them grinding, sitting in their living room, working on their business, long hours when nobody else was watching. You see the final product. So long-term mindset. Yeah. And it's not going to be easy. Like, like Lee said earlier, you're going to make some sacrifices in the beginning. You're going to put a lot of time into learning things that you never realized you were going to be doing as a business owner. You're going to be the handyman and you're going to be <laughs> in charge of the social media. You're going to be the HR department in the beginning and you're going to learn those things and figure them out. So in the beginning, it's okay to take the messy action and not have things be perfect right out of the gate. If you go back and look at the early days of the fixed Instagram, it looks a lot different than it does now. But you just have to start and learn and continue to improve. And some of these things, the only way that you can learn is by doing them. So just be okay with that and be okay with probably falling on your face a few times and learning things as you go. And not everything's going to be perfect. But as you learn, it's just going to continue to get better and better. So you guys know where to find us. We're at thebusinessmusclepodcast.com or on Instagram at thebusinessmusclepodcast. I'm Elise Kyra on Instagram. And I'm DrArl.dpt. And we will see you guys next week. You just finished another episode of the Business Muscle Podcast. If you found value in this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Your reviews mean the world to us and help us reach other listeners who can make a big impact in the business world. Don't forget to join our Business Muscle Podcast Facebook group where you can ask questions and chat with other like-minded entrepreneurs. 
Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll bring you more expert advice and practical strategies to help you thrive. Thank you for being a part of the Business Muscle community and we'll catch you in the next episode.